way. Let the unrighteous man forsake his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. Do you see how much God wants to do this? How much God wants to do this? If we do this, he said, our God will abundantly pardon for as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes, hallelujah, forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Listen, God's word is not gonna fall to the ground unfruitful. It's going to bear fruit. It's going to bring results. Keep doing it, church. God is going to do what he said in his word. Brothers and sisters, the other thing that I, I just a couple quick things I want to point out, not only hunger, but we need to be, have humility in our lives. Humility in our lives. We all know the passage in 2 Chronicles, if my people which are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways. He said, I'll hear from heaven, forgive the sin, heal the land, right? Humble yourself is what he says. James puts it this way in chapter four, verse six, but he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God, God does what? God resists. God is turned off. He resists the proud but he gives grace to the humble. Therefore, submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw near to God and guess what? He will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. And purify your hearts, you double-minded. Lament and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he will do what? He'll lift you up because you use a lifting today. Could anybody that's going through anything use a lifting today? I mean, are you just at a point in your life where you've taken about all you can take? You've heard every complaint you want to hear and you need to be lifted up. The Bible said if you will humble yourself, the Lord will lift you up and the Lord personally will lift you up up. First Peter 5, 6 says, therefore humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. Oh, listen, folks, God is an exalting God. He's a lifting God. He doesn't want you downcast. He doesn't want you beat down and run over, but he does want you to humble yourself before him. And when you humble yourself before God and admit your need, he will lift you up. He'll pick you up and do mighty things in your life. But we wonder, we wonder, can that really happen? We're like Ezekiel in the 37th chapter when the Lord gave him a vision of the nation of Israel that was so dead and dry. He took him out into a boneyard. He took him out into a, a, a cemetery, as it were. The whole valley was filled with all kinds of dead men's bones. They were dry. They were separated. They were, they were absolutely impossible. Possible. And in no way could you ever expect that you would get anything good out of that. That's where the people of God were spiritually. But the Lord spoke to him in the third verse of the 37th chapter. And he said to me, son of man, can these bones 
live? Can these bones live? Is it possible? Is there any way that these bones could live again? Is there any way that life could be imparted here? Ezekiel took the easy answer. He took the easy route and he just simply said, he said, oh Lord God, you know, you know the answer. Well, here's what I want to tell everybody. The answer is yes. The answer that the Lord knew was yes, they can. Yes, I can make a mighty army out of a dead generation. I can raise a people up that have been forgiven, that have been forgotten rather, and totally left in the desert to bleach. Listen, I believe that God is going to do what he said. His word is not going to return void. He said in the last days, I will pour out my spirit on your sons and daughters. I believe that word will not fall to the ground without fulfillment. It's a matter of whether you and I want to be a part of that. Do you want to be a part of that? I want to close today. I want to remind you of a couple things as I close today because we're going to pray. I want to remind you that there was hope given. Even when Jeremiah gave that word that I read earlier in the sermon, let me read that third verse again of Jeremiah chapter four. He said, break up your fallow ground and do not sow among thorns. What was God saying? God is saying through Jeremiah, I will give you harvest. I will give you harvest. You just got to do it right. All I want you to do is get, get that hard ground, that crusty ground broken up, get the thorns out of the way and plant the seed because you can't sow among thorns. Brothers and sisters, if our heart is filled with so much of what is not of God. I don't care how much preaching you hear, how much word you hear, how many classes you attend. Brothers and sisters, if your heart is filled with thorns, this word's not going anywhere. That's why we got to clean it out. I have hope today for revival. The last thing I want to say is that we have to have a heart for revival. I've used this scripture many times in the last little while. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 12, because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. Their heart won't be in it. Their heart won't be in it. Lawlessness is abounding. We see that everywhere. The danger is that, that lawlessness could cause our hearts to become calloused and hard. We're not moved by anything anymore. Sin abounds in the world. We know that. But I want, you to I want to tell you, God doesn't want you to lose heart. God doesn't want you to give up. God doesn't want you to quit. God doesn't want you to re retire spiritually. God wants you on the main line. He wants you on the fire line. Here's a promise from God. Come back, worship team. Here's a promise from God. God asked this question in Isaiah chapter 40. Stand with me. You'll see it on the screen. To whom will you liken me? Or to whom shall I be equal, says the Holy One? Lift up your eyes on high and see who has created these things, who brings out their host by number. He calls them all by name, by the greatness of his might and the strength of his power. Not one is missing. Have you not known? Have you not heard? 
The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, never faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak and to those who have no might. He increases strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall re renew their strength. They shall renew, they'll renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and they'll not be weary. They shall walk and they will not faint. How great is our God, church? How great is our God? That when even the youths, boy, oh boy, God renews your youth. We were out there yesterday and Galena, I don't know what her married name is, Novikov, but she was, when, when we picked that family up at the airport back in the 1980s and brought them here from Russia and, 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 and sponsored them as a family, she was in her mother's womb in the back seat when my wife and I drove these non-English speaking people to a house where they could find some help and strength. I believe it was Richard Whitekill that took them in at the time. And Galena was here yesterday and she's standing there with, uh, I believe that was her, her, her cousin Luda, who was standing there with her. And she looks at me and says, Pastor Carrick, you look just like you did back then. You don't ever change. Well, brothers and sisters, do you think my spirit got picked up? Yeah, man, I'm telling you right now, I thought, well, you're lying, but it's okay. It's okay because there's something about God's power that can renew your youth. Now, I, don't, I know I don't look like I did when I was 29. I'm so much better looking now. But I, <laughs> but I want to tell you, this has nothing to do with physical appearance. This has to do with spiritual strength. And that's why Caleb at 85 years could come in and say to Joshua, you got to give me the mountain God told me I could have. I was 45 years younger, but I haven't forgotten. I haven't forgotten. I haven't forgotten. So all I'm going to do is ask if you want revival, if you need revival, if you need refreshing, if you need strengthening, if you need saving, if you need to return to God, or if you just need to get rid of some things, I just want you to walk out here to this altar. In Jesus' name, we're going to sing, How Great Is Our God. He's a great God here today. Amen? I said, He's a great God here today. And I want you to come and say, God, here I am. I'm a candidate for personal revival. I'm a candidate for personal revival. Some of you got saved when you came to this church because we were in revival and you came to an altar of prayer back then. Hallelujah. You've come to a lot of valleys. You've been over a lot of mountains. Uh, praise God. You're still standing in Jesus' name. You might not be walking as straight up as you were at one time and you might have a little limp in your step, but thank God the victory of Jesus, the reviving power of the presence of God is here. Father, in Jesus' name, revive your people, God. Lord, the psalmist prayed and said, will you not revive us again? That means we had it before. We experienced it before. But God, we ask you now to revive us again. Renew us again. Revive us. Bring back, God, that spirit of anticipation.
God, that spirit, God, uh, of excitement, Lord, and, and, and such desire that we had in our hearts, such a love that we had, not only, God, for you, but we love one another fervently, Lord. We loved our brothers and sisters, Lord. We loved them. Lord, you brought us into the family of God, and you put us in a place where we could love one another. God, that we didn't have to be cold and damp and dark and like the world, filled with anger and hostility, God. But you brought us the joy of the Lord. The Word says the joy of the Lord is our strength, God. Lord, you brought us out, God, of the bitterness, Lord. You brought us out of the anger. God, you brought us out of the hostile attitude and spirit. You placed a new spirit within us, God. You gave us a spirit of humility, Lord. You gave us a spirit of joy. You brought peace into our hearts, God. A peace that passes understanding, Lord. Regardless of what uh, the financial records say. Lord, regardless of what the doctor's report said. You gave us the peace that passes understanding. Revive us again. Lord, bring that back. Bring that back to someone here this morning, God. Turn it around. Turn it over in their lives. Oh, God. Oh, church, will you just pray with me today? Will you just say, God, we're ready for revival? Because, church, the bottom line is when we're revived, souls will come to Jesus. And that's the bottom line. The bottom line is souls getting saved. That happens when the church is revived. That happens when we're madly in love with Jesus because people see it in us and they desire it. Oh God, oh God, I feel your presence right now. I feel your presence right now. Lord, you're here. You're here right now, Jesus. You're here right now. You're here right now, Lord. You're here in this house, God. You're in this place, God. You're in this place, God. You're here to give us revival. Renew us, Lord. Renew us. Expect it. Expect a touch from God right now. Expect it. Expect it. Have faith. Have faith. He's going to touch you right now. Oh, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh, he's a great God here today, church. He'll touch you back at your pew. He'll touch you right there. Yes, my Lord. God, give us that revival.
that just one more time, that chorus before we conclude this service. But if you're comfortable enough, if you're not, it's okay. But if you're comfortable enough to take somebody by the hand next to you, and I want you just to pray for them as we sing this one more time. I want you to, I want you to pray for them that say, Lord, send revival right here. Send, if you're not comfortable enough with that, maybe you just want to touch them on the shoulder or, or give them a high five. The Lord can connect. But you're just going to pray. You're going to pray for revival for them. You're going to pray for revival. Lord, let revival happen right here to my neighbor, to my brother, my sister. In the name of Jesus, God, let revival. Let revival take place, God, right there. In the name of Jesus, God, right there, Lord, in that heart, right there in that life, right there, right there. In the name of Jesus, Lord, let revival come. Let that revival come to that person. Let revival come to our neighbors. Hallelujah. My brothers, my sisters, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. We're going to let it happen, Lord. We're going to...
Hallelujah. I believe that he is delighting in your adoration this morning. And he is basking in the praises that you are giving to him this morning. And in that adoration, in that love, that he is pouring out his love on you this morning. Be patient. Be just rely on him. His help is on the way. His strength is renewing you. And I believe that revival is happening now. Oh, would you give the Lord one more praise? We praise you, Lord. We love you. We adore you in Jesus' name. All right, so we're going to leave on a great note today, um, just filled with his Holy Spirit. So you come back tonight, get some more of that. We'll be back here at six o'clock, so don't forget. Uh, This is Fair Week. I love the Denver Fair Week. I know some of you, Karen. Uh, But Denver Fair Week is this week, and Ignite Student Ministries has their stand uh, Tuesday through Saturday. Come on out, support them. They're selling slushies and having some fun out there. Teens, come on out. You can uh, serve in the Denver in the stand. I believe there is also some money involved if you... uh, sign up to help. So you want to see Todd about that. Uh, next Sunday, again, just a reminder, don't forget the nine or eight forty-five for the teen Sunday school class. That sounds amazing. Um, parents bring your kids, teens bring your parents. Um, that's downstairs in, um, the lower level for the Sunday school class. And then after the 10 o'clock service, there will be a brief meeting um, in room 168 uh, for anyone who is interested in going to the Operation Christmas Child Processing Center in Baltimore. So we um, have done that trip a couple of times now and organizing and looking ahead to maybe go to the Processing Center um, again to serve those, bo- packing those boxes and, and getting those ready for shipment. So if you want to be part of that, there is um, a meeting next Sunday after the service. There's also more information in your bulletin. Um, if you want, uh, need that. All right, let's close in prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you this morning that we are refreshed and renewed by your Holy Spirit. Lord, in these days that are very trying and the situations that come in our into our lives and they can be discouraging and they can just take all of the energy and all of the focus out of us. Lord, I thank you that this morning you are renewing your people. Lord, that you are pouring out your holy presence on your people, Lord, as they worship you, as they praise you, as they acknowledge that you are their help, you are their strength in these days, Lord, that you are refreshing and you are anointing and you are renewing and I thank you for that. Lord, I pray that you would bless your people. I pray that you would meet the needs that are on their hearts this morning and they would walk out of here empowered in your holy presence. Lord, we give you all adoration and praise this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a very blessed day. We'll see you back tonight at six.